0: Welcome to the SpeechWorks Podcast, our conversations about communication. I'm Joey Asher, president of SpeechWorks. Imagine the following scenario. You're an executive at a company that is trying to implement a change. Maybe it's a change to the compensation system, or perhaps you've been acquired by a larger company, or perhaps your firm is making a change in strategic direc- direction. In all of these circumstances, you need to communicate the business change to your employees in a way that not only informs them but gets their active support how to do that well is the topic of today's podcast our topic is driving driving employee engagement in times of change and with us today is one of the country's foremost experts in this area, Carleen Trimble Carlene is a deputy managing director of the public relations firm Manning, Salvage & Lee. She has been working in the area of employee communications for more than 30 years and has developed some unique strategies around employee engagement and change. She is widely considered one of the foremost thought leaders in this area and we're excited to have her with us today. Welcome Carlene. Well thank you. We're delighted that you're here so let's just get started just so everyone knows what what we're talking about here. What is employee engagement?
1: Well, that's a great question. Um, A leading HR consultancy firm called Blessing White has defined employee engagement as a combination of two important factors. One is the maximum job satisfaction of an employee combined with the maximum job contribution. So, you know, really what that means is that employees have a great degree of job satisfaction and clearly understands their job and their role in the success of a company. It's that clear line of sight.
0: And so what does a, uh, I mean, you're, you are the Deputy Managing Director of Manning, Selvage, & Lee, which is a public relations firm, sort of, how does a, how does a PR firm get involved in these topics?
1: Well, for public relations, what's important is maintaining and developing and enhancing your relationships with all the important key stakeholders in your business. And, of course, it's my opinion that employees are the most important stakeholder for a company's success and that's why uh, companies look to public relations firm oftentimes for help with their employee relations, employee communications, and and driving employee engagement.
0: So it's not just about writing press releases and letting the public know about things, but it's also making sure that the employees are sort of bought into whatever is going on.
1: Absolutely. In years past, um, Guys, when I first got into this business 25 years ago, employee communications was something nice to do. It built goodwill with employees. It was sharing HR benefits communications. But in today's competitive business environment, um, executives have recognized and uh, understand in a very real way the importance of engaged employees. It really has bottom-line impact. And um, they really hold uh, the brand and are the most important channel for delivering on the brand promise with customers. So uh, employees have really gotten it. It's at the boardroom level that um, employee engagement is key to a company's success.
0: Now you mentioned that you have been in you you got you've been in this for a while. How you know I mentioned you've been in this for for several decades. Tell me how you first got involved in the, the issues around employee engagement.
1: Right. Well, um, I started out in the business, in uh, the traditional advertising, marketing um, agency world. I've always been on the agency side, but um, um, earlier in my career, I went from advertising agency into corporate communications. And while at um, this corporate communications firm, I was first introduced to my internal communications program. Um, it was with Square d corporation. It was a global change in their vision mission um, philosophy and program and statements and commitments and uh, we developed this communications program to engage employees around their new vision and mission. It uh, was launched in 22 countries, and we translated it, uh, the program, into seven different languages. So that was my first taste, and I kind of got hooked. It was really fun.
0: Now there was a. It sounds to me like in that particular case, there was a very specific uh, sort of change that you were driving in that particular case. Is that right? Can you yes. tell us more about that?
1: Sure. Well, companies, um, you know, and especially in today, I mean, companies are faced constantly with the need to adapt to the changing landscape. And for those companies that are not ahead of that change, really are left behind. So companies um, having a culture change-ready, is absolutely a key component to in today's business. And so companies that might be faced with uh, a merger, an acquisition, a divesture of um, a line of business, uh, workforce reduction during um, hard times, or a strategic shift uh, moving um, a group of employees that had been within the company's primary workforce may be offshoring or outsourcing, a new business model, uh, a new cultural transformation, a new executives on board. Um, you know, there's so many uh, technology is impacting the workplace and so a call center may go through a completely shift in uh, a technology and how they do their jobs every day. So you can have active resistance within an employee group and so you really have to through the use of effective communications address that active resistance and get everyone on board.
0: So tell me, when when, when there is a big change in a company the employees obviously are learning about what's going to happen. What do employees want from employers when there is a a big change?
1: If I had to answer that question in one single word it would be access and that is access to information, access to leaders, Um, a second point would be with that access to information and the leadership, um, they would have a deeper understanding um, of their role in the future state, a deeper understanding of what the future state is, and then understanding how their job, their individual job, whether they are um, a, a remote salesperson in Duluth or if they are a um, you know a president or an executive or a frontline employee that they really understand how their job contributes to this new future expectation
0: and so as and you say they want to they want to make sure that they really understand how they invo- how what they, what their role in the big change is. Tell me what is the what are sort of the key things that an employer really should think about as they go forward? I mean, if you, if you had to sort of lay out a few key things that are most important to driving the change effectively, what would those things be?
1: Sure. Well, first of all, you have to recognize that um, it's a process. Employees do not move all together at the same time in one motion, they, they, and they have to go through stages of understanding. So you first need to recognize where they are, you know, what level of their current state of understanding do they have about the future state and what the new world order will look like. Then once they have achieved knowledge about what is the the new expected behavior or new condition in which they would be operating in, then they have to, you know, really understand it, um, how it applies to their, their individual job and their life and their role But then they have to be convinced that um, a new change will be important and effective and beneficial to them as individuals, to their team, secondly, and then to the company. And they really think about it in that order. It's not company first. It's employee
0: first. So you mean that just because if I'm the owner of the company or I'm one of the managers of the company, just because I write them a check and send them a memo, saying, uh, thou shalt make the following change, that's not going to get them to buy in right off the bat?
1: No, it really won't. And I know that that's uh, um, a tremendous surprise sometimes for executives because executives have that exact expectation. They think that because they write that check, that they um, are the executive of the the firm, that um, employees will do what they say. And and that's just, um, they are like consumers. In, in that sense, in that they must be persuaded and convinced. And you have to recognize that adults don't learn all the same way. Just like a school full of children, you know, sometimes people learn by doing, some people learn by hearing and listening, some people learn by reading, and, and it's much more experiential. So you have to develop a change communications program that... Delivers on multiple channels in multiple ways for people to to know, understand, uh, and adapt uh, to a new change.
0: So what are some of the key communication strategies that you uh, work with with your clients?
1: Well, uh, there's three that um, come to mind. It's certainly uh, going back to that inform moment. You, You really have to make sure that employees get it that there is an educational process, that uh, people understand exactly what's expected. They see the timeline. They see the roadmap for the future. You have a clear articulation of what the future looks like. So informing is one important step. A second step would be involving. And that is focused on, um, as I mentioned, employees really learn by doing. So getting them involved and getting them helping to even craft some of the strategies of how an implementation process would be deployed is really key to buy-in. And then a third and final is always important, is focused on inspiration. So you have to really and truly motivate specific desired behaviors. So. Uh, and you motivate people through focusing on r- rewards and recognition. You have to make sure that compensation models are aligned with the new change process. So those are the three things: inform, involve, and inspire.
0: Now you also mentioned uh, to me in the past, anyway, that it it really matters who communicates the change. That it's not that that if I am a frontline employee hearing from the CEO may not necessarily, you know, is, is obviously important, but may not necessarily be the thing that really gets me to buy in. Is that is that right?
1: Right. Uh, there, there are several different levers that are really important. And, and you mentioned one, and that is exposure and access to the CEO to make sure that they see this champion. And, and oh, uh, I'm, I'm, I feel relieved because we have a leader at the helm, and they have a they have a vision for the future so that's very comforting but the but the person who has the most credibility with the front line is their front line supervisor and it's critical and this is oftentimes um, a mistake is when Im- companies do not pay attention and equip the front line supervisors with the scripts and talking points and, and greater understanding of what future looks like and why it's beneficial to employees in the front line, um, their involvement in the communication process is one of the most fundamental and important steps to take.
0: And it's important, I guess, because to the front line employee, that person, their boss, in many ways, is the company to them. Is that right?
1: It's totally true. I mean, they are... uh, they have the most control of whether or not they get a raise next year. They have uh, most control of their performance review. They have the greatest degree of trust. They impact their immediate life the most. Therefore, they hold the power of the greatest influence over how they think and what they do.
0: You know, you mentioned mistakes. Uh, what are some of the key mistakes that companies make when they're trying to drive change and drive buy-in to change?
1: Sure. You know, depending on the complexity of the change event, um, but oftentimes company can really get it right, and they really focus on the operational changes. You know, what what's the new technology? When does it need to be deployed? What are the? Uh, do I need to buy a bigger T1 line? Do I need to invest in greater uh, facilities? What are what are the hard costs? What are the operational issues? But. Missing the point of paying attention to the people side of change, to the human element and how all of these activities impact people, whether or not people are going to have to perhaps lose their job or move to a different city or have to learn new skills. Not paying attention and, and being respectful of what you're asking employees to do and to be um, is, is oftentimes a, um, a major problem.
0: So, in other words, failure to really focus on the human element.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: Well, with that said, I'm going to leave that as our closing idea. It sounds to me like the key things that people need to really remember, though, is sounds like the three I's, inform, involve, and inspire. Is that right?
1: That's a great, uh, if they take away one thing, your listeners take away one thing, that would be a key one to remember, yes.
0: So with that said, inform, involve, and inspire. And I'd like to thank everybody for listening. Thank you, Carlene, for participating.
1: Sure, it was a pleasure being on today. Thank you.
0: And uh, have a great day. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This is the SpeechWorks Podcast. We'll see you next time.